0: would like to thank our amazing sponsors, Touring Plans Travel. Their destination specialists work with you to plan and book your trip, whether you're traveling to a theme park, headed out on a cruise, or wanting to get away anywhere in the world. As experts in smart travel, their agents suggest the best itineraries and activities to fit your family's needs, and handle all the reservations on your behalf. There is no cost to you or your family when using Touring Plans Travel Services, and you may even save some money if discounts become available after booking. So head over to touringplans.com slash travel and tell them Rope Drop Radio sent you. Now, on to the show. Helping you navigate the Disney parks. With the hope that it will be a source of joy and inspiration to all the world. You're listening to Rope Drop Radio. Welcome to another Rope Drop Radio. Derek and Doug talking all things Disney. And it is the holiday season. Merry Christmas. Happy mm-hmm. New Year from us. Uh, thank you for making us part of your year, part of... Uh, Just, you're, hopefully you're driving safe and listening. If you're traveling, it's kind of crazy out right now. So, but thank you so much for tuning into Rope Drop Radio.
1: Yeah. When this comes out, it's in the middle of a blizzard in the Midwest. So.
0: Minus 30 with the windshield here,
1: Doug. Best of luck.
0: Yes. Godspeed. Doug and I usually see each other on Christmas Eve. I don't think that's happening this year. I'm not making it. Yeah.
1: Not if the actual temperature is negative. And then who knows what the wind chill will be? I mean, they're saying fifty mile an hour winds. It's nonsense.
0: I'm gonna stay inside and listen to podcasts all day. That's what I'm gonna do, and plan my next Disney trip because that is the only thing you should be doing when it's minus fifty outside. So if you are in the middle of the storm, guys, that that is what you should be doing.
1: But yes, happy holidays yes. to everyone. Christmas, Hanukkah, all of all of the different celebrations in uh, New Year's right around the
0: corner with our year review show coming up too. Yes, it is. So excited for that one. Stay tuned. But first, some Patreons. Uh, we have Kristen Ramirez, upgraded. Thank you so much. She is now Mickey Pretzel level. And thank you to all of our Patreons who have been supporting the show all year long, getting the bonus content. Doug's got some bonus episodes coming up. He'll be going to Disneyland, uh, mm-hmm. at, you know, flying after after all the crazy snow and wind yes. and stuff. You're flying to Disneyland. so Where it's warmer. Yes.
1: Um, Disney World on Christmas, though, could be the coldest ever. Like, it looks the 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 jet stream dips and it's what's bringing our horrible weather and negative temperatures and it just keeps right on going to orlando but see that avoids los angeles
0: oh there you go so that's yeah, why so. doug chose to go to the other coast and yes. messing us all up uh but yes have fun and he'll have some bonus episodes and shows on yes. patreon if you want to get more of that uh going to the show notes click that link and uh thank you to all of our patreons throughout the year Yep. And thank you to people that leave Apple podcast reviews. It is truly the best gift for us.
1: Actually, if you want to give us a great gift, I was thinking somebody needs to write us a Wikipedia page. It can make fun of us entirely, but we, there's just no rope drop radio Wikipedia page. Just Interesting. throwing that out there. Okay. Folks. Okay. Just, you know,
0: this is mm, time for miracles. Our, somebody,
1: we can't write our own. That's just not right. I agree. No. Yeah. So anyway, Apple Podcast reviews. The
0: other, other best gift.
1: Yes. All right. Here we go. Every day is a magical day. Five stars. That's a great review title. And it's by I'll Formago IO78. I
0: thought the IO. Maggio.
1: Maggio. Maggio. I- Maggio. I- I'll Formaggio 78. So there you go. Um. All right. Great podcast. Most of my friends, family, and coworkers are non-magic folk. And then a sm- uh, a sad face emoji. I don't know how to pronounce sad face emoji. Uh, I guess like that, right? You did it. Yeah. yeah. Woo-hoo. All right. It is so great to be able to listen in on the Disney conversation. Thanks, D and D. So there we go. Thank you, uh, IL for Maggio seventy eight. And then the next one. Funny plus Great Disney Advice, five stars, by Families Fly Free. So that would be Lynn, who was yes. on a month or two ago from Families Fly Free. Go check out her podcast, too. Doug and Derek are such fun guys who make talking Disney not only informative, but entertaining. They know their stuff and have a great time along the way.
0: That's awesome. true. Awesome
1: great we times do. we do have great great times. times
0: and thank you yeah check out her episode if you uh, a little bit ago wish we had the number there doug should have put that Well, in there.
1: it would yes. have been smart it but would I have was been reviews i was on one of her shows too and i'll be on another one in january think, there so. we
0: go yeah crossover I love it. So yes, yes, if you're interested in crossing over in 2023, let us know. We love to talk to other podcasters out there. So today though, we are going to give each other sales pitches. We are salesmen, Doug, and we're going to be talking about why you should do something at Disney World. We're going to take turns, go back and forth. One of us is the sales. One of us is the office. You got to think this is like the office. Someone's throwing the pitch out there, right? And uh, Michael Scott on one end, so there we go, and we'll see how and it goes the, uh, on the other end.
1: What are some of his great clients? I don't the the yellow pages or white pages, you know. Yep. The biggest the big they're the whale. Um. So yeah, we may interact a little. We may I don't know. We're giving this a whirl. Basically, going to try to convince each other of things. First up, we have predetermined topics.
0: Doug put together gonna, for the record.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna convince Derek that. Uh, About staying on property. So, Derek, here's why you should stay on Walt Disney World property. It puts you in the bubble. And a lot of people question the bubble. They think the bubble is not really a thing, but it is. But you're right there. You don't have to see normal-looking road signs. There's buses right to every park. Uh, Cast members are the staff of the resort, which adds a little extra magic. You know exactly what level of cleanliness you're going to get, hospitality, customer service, all the way from value to deluxe there's kind of a uniform expectation that you know you're going to get by staying on property. And one of the most important things about staying on property, if you want to go on Rise of the Resistance, you have to stay on property. If you want to purchase that individual Lightning Lane, because staying on property allows you to purchase that before anyone else.
0: That's a pretty good um, sales pitch. Was, I'm not yeah, going to lie. No, yeah, that's good. That's, that's good. But that's, I heard sales, staying on property is really expensive, Doug. It it does
1: cost more depending on what you're looking for. If you're looking at like bigger is better, right? That's where we run into a problem with the price per square footage. But if you're in the value market, I think Pop Century and the All-Stars pair, compare very favorably to equivalent off-property resorts, both in price. Uh, you lose maybe a smidge of size. But, boy, you get a lot more with the transportation costs. Um, It's just you're so much closer to the parks. A a lot of them say front gate. Well, there's like four different areas of Orlando that claim to be front gate. And it can take time. Also, there's traffic getting on and off property. And sometimes you can sit in that. And that is no fun. When you're staying on property, you avoid that traffic.
0: All right. I'm sold. I'm going to stay right. on property, especially when it's minus 30 and I'm ready to go on a trip.
1: I Honestly, this Christmas, it's going to be like 29 degrees down there. Uh, bundle up, stay yes. warm, but still go to the parks. And I'm sorry, none of the roller coasters will be open.
0: That's I've been there when that's happened before. The
1: stuff outside is going to struggle.
0: Yes, it will. That's... So... I'm going to sell Doug on Disney transportation because I know Doug. He likes to rent a car. Go brrrr! Right? I mean, that is a ride in itself. I get a little sick. Being I get it. a
1: point for every person I cut off.
0: <laughs> as long as it's not a point for every person you hit. So, but when Doug's driving, it's a little scary. When I'm doing Disney Transportation, I feel safe. Also, I don't like to drive or do anything when I'm on vacation and Disney Transportation takes care of you. The first one, the Skyliner is the newest magical skyway in the air. Multiple resorts can take you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot. It is my kids' favorite form of travel. It almost feels like an attraction without even going to the parks since it's the best way to start the day and then you have the bus service yes they can get crowded they can get stinky but they are often and they get you there quickly i love the bus transportation and also you have boats at some of the other resorts that can take you on an exotic adventure to different theme parks and different uh disney springs and different places to go so disney transportation it's all about you getting you to the place that you want to go to as fast and efficiently as possible And it keeps you in that bubble and gets you away from crazy drivers on I-4 like Douglas McKnight.
1: I don't take I-4. I stick to Osteola and uh, other routes. But So can I take the Skyliner anywhere, Derek? I mean... Can it get me to the Magic Kingdom and Animal Kingdom? Someday.
0: Someday, Doug. I hope Ooh. they announce that. Oh, but you hope. I know. For, for right now, they only get you to Hollywood Studios and Epcot, but you can stay at resorts like the Riviera where you can just wake up, hop the Skyliner, and it starts a magical voyage to one of those attractions or one of those parks. I've heard about this thing called a monorail. You didn't mention that. Oh, I did. You're right. Is that a thing? I have that actually written down uh, lower when I talk about one of the other things you had me. But the monorail, I mean, that's Disney's e-ticket transportation through the Magic Kingdom, multiple stops. It is a phenomenal way to travel. So, yes, staying on property is uh, great. What's even better is the transportation that they provide.
1: Okay. All right. So those kind of went hand in hand. They did. So I know.
0: Speak. Got ya.
1: All right. This next one, we both are going yes. to talk about it. And hopefully it. we both pick different times. You should know mine. Of the year. I think I know yours. And so this is the best time of year to go to Walt Disney World. Well, when my kids were little or when I'm not going with the kids, I think it's the week after Labor Day.
0: Oh, good. We have right? different days. Okay, let good. Me,
1: let me explain. Yes, it feels like the surface of the sun times two.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: like Tatooine in Galaxy's Edge for sure, and the humidity is off the charts. But let's put that. Let's put a pin in that. All right, you're coming out of the summer season. Everybody just went back to school on the whole East Coast. There's there's hardly any school age kids there. It's fantastic. It's the emptiest the park will be. Week after Labor Day. Not Labor Day weekend, although that's not bad. But after Labor Day that week, fantastic. And if you're like our schools that go back in like mid-August, kids are already tired of school. Their teachers are already tired of your kid. Just pull them out. Elementary school, they'll learn more at Disney World. So I really like that time of year. It's low crowds, which also means the ticket price is lower and the resorts are lower um doesn't necessarily mean airfare is lower you gotta watch that as you will but it's definitely the cheapest time of year to go and the smallest crowds so that's kind of my favorite when i'm not thinking of weather when you think about weather guess what there's a lot more people there so uh, there you go
0: september derek Time we've been to together, we have,
1: and I drip and sweat.
0: For the record, we've been together on my favorite time of year to go oh. as well, Doug. Festival of the Arts, and oh. I'm talking January. We have. After New Year's, when people are going back to school, that's the time to pull Same your little kids little out. Thoughts, right? Yes, and the low crowds. But here's the difference, Douglas. Is that it is minus 30 this week so who knows what it's gonna be in another week so as soon as that cold front comes in in January where do I want to be I want to be somewhere warm and magical and that's why you make a Walt Disney World vacation in the month of January it's also a great time because it's my wife's birthday and our anniversary that's just bonus but it is a good time to get away enjoy the Florida Sun yes is it not as hot well, doesn't matter because the crowds are low, kids are all over in school, and it is a wonderful time to go. Yeah, don't bank on the pool, though. Oh, who you cares? never know. Go never
1: rope drop, know. enjoy the attractions. Right. Um, the, the one caveat with January is they do a lot better job attracting crowds with the uh, marathon weekend, and then you get Martin Luther King Day weekend. So it's, it's definitely not as unbusy as September. I will say that.
0: Yeah, the Depends week after Marathon. Gotta, that last two weeks of January, great. That's multiple weeks after Marathon. Do you know mar- when the Marathon is? second races? week of January.
1: Well, it's the first full weekend this is the first, okay. of the year. Got it's the it. first full weekend of the year. I've never and done then, it.
0: It's on my bucket list sometime with you and me.
1: The the marathon. I don't want to do marathon. Come weekend, on, because it could be thirty degrees.
0: It. No, you run. You wanna, and I will run together. No, you stand for hours you know waiting. What? That's someone so, so dug on us running together. I, in 2023. I did the princess half. That was
1: perfect. Like okay. that. February is so a springtime surprise. That might so be the one to do.
0: This is going to be our Twitter poll question coming up. What oh, is the best time of year this. to go? Yes, we are. And we're going to do it. So let us know who's right, Doug, me, or do you have a better month to go? I mean, define better,
1: right? You could think the best weather, which would be like spring break. You could think when all the attractions are open. So Christmas, right? That's when everything's happening. Uh, you could think when it's decorated for Halloween. So many different ways to define. I don't think best. either
0: one of us sold each other on our month.
1: No. Okay. No, we I failed didn't. at that no, one. We're not as we're Mike. We let Michael Scott down. All right. To be on the record, the last thing I texted Derek was a Michael Scott GIF. You so, did. Yeah. True. There you go. Yeah. Because
0: school got canceled tomorrow. Yeah. Yep.
1: Yep. And then you told me as if I didn't know.
0: Yeah. I I didn't, that. I didn't like, know.
1: I. Thanks for the news, Derek, from hours ago. My kids have been grumpy ever since. Okay. Because now they don't know what's happening with their finals.
0: Yeah, That is my right? daughter's. Like, like, gonna my daughter's like, we don't have our math final, but also I don't like, yay, but we don't have our also fun ornament holiday gift exchange thing. So boo. Yeah. Also, not... my other son cried for like hours, I guess. So.
1: Yeah, I'm going to think her final's not quite like my kid's high school chemistry final.
0: Probably not. So no. Anyway, moving right. on. That was a rabbit trail. Doug, what yes. are you going to sell me on? This time I'm going to talk about a restaurant
1: that Ooh. I know you're not a fan of. Oh. See if I can twist the fate here. All right. Mama Melrose. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> well, let All me right, sell try. me. Try. All right. so. Hollywood Studios. Love the park. You're there in September. It's hot. You want to get off your feet for dinner. And there's several great options in Hollywood Studios. Would we call them great? I don't know. Brown Derby, we kind of said nay to the other week. And then you have um primetime. You have sci-fi. And you have play and dine. Not in the mood for expensive character buffet. That eliminates play and dine. Primetime and sci-fi have very specific menus that you kind of have to like, do you want a big greasy piece of chicken and then go back out on the Florida heat? I don't know. Sci-fi, the food is mm, something mm. and it's pitch black in there. You might accidentally eat, eat the, the paper wrapper that it's in. You never know. I'll agree
0: with you on that so, one.
1: So here mama Melrose is sitting and it, it's kind of, I'm not, I'm going to be honest. It's not even as good as Olive garden i said it. okay good it's italian you know what you get with italian it's pretty straightforward my chicken parm is always chicken parm i'm never odd or shocked by it but i've never had a bad piece either um spaghetti with meatballs the kids are happy kids can eat italian food everybody should be able to find something on that menu that makes them happy and here's the other caveat it's not expensive. You can order the cheaper things and feel good about yourself. Uh, you don't have to get a steak if you go there. So not having the dining plan, not as big a deal at Mama Melrose. So it usually a little more availability than sci-fi and primetime because it's not as popular because it's hidden in the corner. It is. Of it's car. back there. Yep. It's it's a dead end, basically. It used to be the Phineas Furb. Meet and greet used to be right next door. So huge lines. Popular when Phineas no, I don't think that drove the needle at all. But there you go. Mama Melrose, consistent. The theming is very neat. I don't know. Christmas lights, Italian is I love Italian food, Derek, and
0: it's I know it's not bad. Okay. I'm not saying it's great, but it's not bad. I, I mean you were doing a good job convincing me to give it one more try. I'm be honest. I need okay. to give it one more try. Maybe with you. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe.
1: Maybe after the Star Cruiser. I don't know. We got to see when our flights come. Yeah, yes. We got to book flights. But I, we got to get home for dance recitals. So it's yes. hard to say if we even go
0: to the park. I don't know. But there you go. Okay. I'll give it another shot. It's not bad. It's it bad. It was, it was a it's... thing. It was... It was a checklist. So but you got you convinced me I need to Okay. Sci fi, you're right. I that is over for it's, three. You know, Mama Melrose, I need to give it another shot.
1: Sci fi the best part is hundred percent the, the B list movies. Nope
0: air conditioner.
1: <laughs> the air conditioning. Yes. The seats aren't even comfortable. You can't have a conversation. Um but it's still multiple
0: my kids have slept outside, like still just elk cold, dark. Great to and to go elk cold. to. Yes.
1: I that's the thing about Hollywood Studios. I think all the restaurants are good. None of them oh, are rank. right home about. Um, they each have their own little niche, mm-hmm. and I think Mama Melrose is the most overlooked or underappreciated okay. because it's niche as in this it, niche oh. is Olive Garden. All right, all right, Derek. Sell me on
0: something. All right. You gave me the topic. I disagreed with you, but I'm going to go with it. Ohana. The easiest thing. But why do we like it so much? They changed it. They do. Uh, The easiest thing to sell anyone on Ohana is it's Doug and Derek. We both agree on it. It is the best sit-down restaurant in all of Walt Disney World. That is it. That should be enough to sell anyone. Okay, if Derek and Doug love it this much. uh, Yeah, the fact that it both is our number one should say Everything about it, but I love Polynesian food. It's unlimited, so you got the steak, the chicken, the noodles are the best noodles mm-hmm, on the mm-hmm. planet. Ohana bread pudding, it's a Patreon uh, like standard that the we top have. A, the top, yes. So Ohana all around is a great meal. Also, it is near impossible to get sometimes, and really frustrating. And now the breakfast is fully back, and yes, you can have breakfast with Stitch. So from top to bottom, Ohana is. Rope Drop Radio, Derek and Doug's number one e-ticket place to eat, and that is why someone should go there.
1: You didn't even mention my favorite part of the meal. The pot stickers.
0: Oh, yeah, you are the pot sticker the guy. Pot You're right. Pot
1: stickers and like those are my, amazing. My kids actually eat it. Yeah. Um, my girls are picky. Their favorite food group is yellow. Um, a lot but of yellow they, stuff there. They eat the noodles. Uh, they eat. Sam eats the wings, the pickiest eater we have. Um, the same wings you can get elsewhere in uh, multiple places around property there. Um, so it's got a bit of everything. Yeah. Very good, Derek. Way oh, to good. summarize all the greatness.
0: I sold is. Doug. I guess we're going to go back. Yeah. All right, Doug. The next one is a hard one for you to sell me on. I do it once every like 10 years.
1: All right, Carousel of Progress. Here's here's what I have to say about Carousel of Progress. It's the longest-running stage show ever. It's had the most showings in the history of ever. I don't know why it counts because it's, it's animatronics, but evidently it counts. Um, the air conditioning is okay. Um, you sit in one spot and you get to go on a ride because it moves. It has a song that embeds itself in your brain. That's wonderful, but it's classic. It's Walt at its finest. That's why you should care. It's Walt. And for those kids that you pulled out of school in September, it's a little bit of a history lesson. Even the futuristic stage is a little bit of a history lesson as they talk about laser discs.
0: You had me at air conditioning, and that was about I, it.
1: I said it was good. I didn't even say it was great. It's not Hall of Presidents good. It's just good.
0: It, it is It is it's an attraction. Great.
1: It eats up yeah. a lot of
0: space. Yeah.
1: I don't think I did it, but nope, it's, worth, it's Walt. Go check it out.
0: I, If I were you, it's like it's one of those things you got to check out at least once. That's not much
1: of a sales pitch. No, man, a,
0: check it yeah. off the list.
1: All right. Let's see if you can actually convince me of something on this All one. All right.
0: This one's a tough one. Doug told me I got to sell them on Indiana Jones, which is the greatest stunt show. Uh, and it is truly the only attraction in Hollywood Studios that defines what that park is supposed to be out. It teaches about filmmaking. Used to
1: be about.
0: Should be about. Be, is okay. still. Teaches about filmmaking, stunts, the way movie magic happens. It shows everything. And I love it because that is truly what the idea for Hollywood Studios is all about. And and it's an amazing IP. Indiana Jones is timeless. We have a new movie coming out next year. Raiders is one of the greatest films of all time. It's in my top five. And if you don't like it, something's wrong with you. But overall, it eats up a lot of people. It's a great time to be able to sit down and... It's a great attraction to relive your childhood and that uh, just love that you have for movie going and magic. And overall, it's just a fun experience. It was gone for almost three years. So to be able to go back and experience it again, if you haven't for a while, is totally worth it. And if you don't like it, you're dead inside like Doug.
1: Might be dead inside. I enjoy it, but I don't want to wait for it. I don't want to sit in the heat for it. You did mention a little bit of nostalgia. That's just because it hasn't changed for decades. It's its own nostalgia. Yes, exactly. Which I don't know if that's a good I don't say thing. you have to do
0: it every time, but every yeah. couple years. I mean, how many years has it been, Doug, since you've watched that attraction?
1: Uh twenty nineteen. Yeah, right. Pre- You're doing I, I think due, I watched way it past due. the trip when it shut down. I okay. think I watched it so twenty twenty, actually. Um I just wonder, I hope this new movie is a success oh, because kind of after our cruise, when, you know, Alden's like, didn't know who Ario Speedwagon was and none of the teams did. I kind of wonder if that demographic even knows who Indiana Jones You're is right. because the kingdom's skull or crystal a, skull yep, or crystal skull so wow, bad. No, so bad. I watched it because I wanted it to be good. I and did. then it was like, when opening that day was bad, yep. it was so bad. Oh. all right. Well, I'll I'll get to it. Again. Next time. I don't know. Next time. I don't. Know. Next time might be our Star Cruiser trip, Derek, oh, in May. May thirtieth. Come see us, Magic Kingdom. Okay. Book a trip through Turian Plans Travel visit with us in May. May thirtieth. Okay. There we go. Plug in. All right. I'm gonna convince Derek about the Genie Plus. It's a great thing, Derek. It it really is because we have no other option. Um, that's what makes it great. If there's a lot of things we would change. And I think changes are a common, um, they're letting you reschedule some things, which is good, but genie plus when used correctly, which it has a steep learning curve. So prepare, listen to some episodes about genie plus, um, and be ready to be on your phone, set timers. The more things you book, the more value you get out of it. If you save yourself about an hour in line, it's paid for itself. It's what your park that, ticket That should have been what you started around.
0: with right there.
1: Well, I was building. I was okay. building. Climax. Uh, I'm a storyteller. Um, so you really, it's certain attractions like Jungle Cruise in the middle of the day, poof. You, you paid for yourself. Everything else is gravy. Um, Slinky Dog, middle of the day, paid for itself. Anything else you book is bonus. Um, it works great at the Magic Kingdom, where there's lots of things to book. Um, you can feel like you're getting the most bang for your buck there. But the other parts where there's actually less things, I feel like that's where its value really shines. If you can get just two or three main attractions with Genie Plus, you've really succeeded at Hollywood Studios or Epcot. It has a huge benefit with just a few attractions. So that's really a big win and that's why you should use Genie Plus and be prepared set timers know when you can book your next one. Okay. Okay. There you go. You sold me. Well, I knew that was going to happen cuz you have no choice really. You do.
0: Really just, you got to do
1: it. You just got to spend the money and not think about it till you get home and see the bill.
0: There you go. Sounds good. So, the American I need, way. I need to go upsell Doug even more, though, with wait, lightning I lanes. I already bought Genie Plus to get and my And now lightning you lanes, can Derek. spend even more money to skip some lines. So, I have seen Rise of the Resistance, no joke, at four hour wait. I have seen it, I have seen the line. It is insane. What did I do? I had an individual lightning lane. I spent the money. I skipped that line. And for that attraction alone, they pretty much let me almost walk right on. That was four hours of my life that I did not waste waiting in line to get on the number one e-ticket, signature number one Best Doug's number one attraction Mm -hmm. in all of Walt Disney World. Four hours for a little bit of money and that alone is why Lightning Lanes can be worth it. Mine Train, same thing. My kids absolutely love Mine Train. I know it's a must-do. I don't want to wait in line with my children. It's hot. It can be tiring. Buy the Lightning Lane. Just get it done. Flight of Passage, same thing. Just buy the Lightning Lane, and you can skip the two-hour-plus line uh, that you could be waiting in in the heat of Animal Kingdom. So, Spending a little extra money to skip time in line, especially with kids and cranky Douglas McKnight's can pay for one. itself.
1: Yeah, you're correct.
0: Did I get that Facts. one good? Nailed <laughs> yeah, it? yeah. All right. right. Got Sweet. nothing.
1: It's sadly true. Sadly true. All right. Let's move on. I know you're not a huge fan of this resort all the time, Derek, and that is possibly Only when I'm century. staying with uh,
0: an adjoining room by you so pop
1: century is fantastic it has the skyliner right there boom you're to hollywood studios you're to epcot no bus needed but when you do need a bus i think it has one of the finest bus stops in all of walt disney world property it adjoins another resort your food court doesn't live up to your standards walk across the bridge you're at art of animations food court um the room's While you worry about how far away they are, I feel like the footprint of the resort is not really that big. Moderates have a stupid big footprint. The values, not really that much. Um, The walk is not that difficult from the lobby out to the farthest flung buildings. So don't worry if you get a McKnight view at Pop Century. It's really not the end of the world. Uh, It's also a great resort to drive a car to because you can park closer to your rooms. You don't have to enter through a main lobby like a deluxe, so to speak, and then walk to your room and then walk back through there, walk all the way to your car. Um, Lots of great things about Pop Century. Um, Nice big pool, couple quiet pools, lots of rooms, lots of availability and cheap. And sometimes as a family of five or six, we like to book. Two rooms at Pop Century rather than a room that sleeps five. And it's still cheaper to do it that way.
0: See, you, you should go. have started with that one for me. You got me at the end. It's the price that always gets me back to Pop.
1: And and as your kids get bigger, Derek, okay. you're going to start to appreciate the two bathrooms
0: oh, I that you can did. get yes.
1: by doing that. And it's so much cheaper than some other options out there, okay. doing two rooms. There you go.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to sell you on not staying at the pop and oh, fact, not cheap, not cheap at all. I'm going to sell you on staying expensive in a deluxe. Let's Ooh. go with the Polynesian. Ooh. Earlier, we talked about Ohana is a magical place to eat at. Why not stay at that same resort? The Polynesian is two transportations away from two theme parks. You can take a monorail to Epcot. You can take a monorail or boat or walk to Magic Kingdom. So you have two parks at Mm. your fingertips that you can go to pretty quickly. On top of that, you have one of the best bars on property, Trader Sam's, which I do love myself. On top of that, you have a great pool, entertainment, a lot of fun. Uh, The Poly is my favorite of the monorail loop resorts. And it is one that I feel like every Disney fan needs to do. And sometimes to really, truly appreciate and love and go above and beyond for that once-in-a-lifetime Disney vacation, you don't want to stay at Pop. You want to stay at something a little bit more memorable, a little bit more signature, and the Polynesian is the one that I would highly recommend.
1: Would you say if you were—say you say you're normally are a value person, you go every other year, yep. right? Would you say— if you're gonna splurge one time, maybe shorten your trip by a day or two. To go deluxe is Polly the deluxe for the average guest. do You think it's the iconic deluxe?
0: I would. Yeah, Polly's the yeah. best one for the iconic guest. I, I would agree I think with so. that. Yes,
1: and I think second on that list, in my opinion, would be contemporary. I, I would think agree the, with you. the Monorail Loop. If you're gonna do it mm-hmm. once, yep. Going Deluxe. I, I think it sets itself apart from all the Epcot area resorts mm-hmm. or the Disney Springs resorts. Also, Those are great. You can but. get a back
0: scratcher. I mean, that's it. I mean, I mean, you go anytime, but the back scratcher is one of the greatest drinks. And then you tag us at Rope Drop Radio when you get the back scratcher. And just
1: make sure you pack it in your checked luggage. And then you scratch the person so in front of you. So you don't annoy anybody on the Absolutely.
0: airplane. Absolutely. <laughs> so the all poly. Right. There you Excellent. go.
1: Excellent. Good sales job, Derek. All right. I'm going to sell you on why the best rope drop at all of Walt Disney World is Animal Kingdom. All right. Here's why. This is the one true rope drop where you got kind of two options. You can save yourself the money on the individual lightning lane and rope drop flight of passage, which without a lot of hostility. All right. Rope dropping uh, Rise of the Resistance isn't really a thing because you don't know if it's going to be open. That's risky. Rope dropping uh, Mine Train, you really need to be towards the front of the pack to be in those first so many cars. Same thing with rope dropping like Slinky Dog. You have to be up towards the front to get the huge benefits. Uh, Rope drop at um, Epcot, you really got to be towards the front for Test Track if that's where you're going, right? At Animal Kingdom, you have some leeway. You don't have to be first in line because the theater is huge that does fly to Passage. So it eats the first few hundred rather than the first few tens of people. So that's why I think it's the best. But if you do splurge and spend the money, you can rope drop Everest, then go do Safari when it opens, and then use your individual lightning lane. And you've done it. You've done the e-tickets. Okay. There you go.
0: I'm going to counter with mine, which you uh, put best rope drop is Hollywood Studios. Because if you are the very first person on that rope and mm-hmm. you are there, you are listening to this show, you know yeah. you're going to get to the park first and you're going to beeline it back to Slinky Dog. So many people go to Slinky Dog that if you can get on that first dog, you have the rest mm-hmm. of the park to yourself. You can get to Midway Mania. You can get over to Millennium Falcon. Hey, by that time, you've already got, we talked about Lightning Lane, you already got yeah, that he's rise done. Three. And you can hit up the rest of the park so that's why rope dropping in hollywood studios getting that on the rope slinky dog is the best rope drop
1: yeah you're 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 not wrong if you're up there you can get off hit two more things
0: your first three dogs out and you have nailed it for the day and then your lightning lanes can be tower and rocking yep i've got hollywood studios done in half a day multiple times it's great
1: where but you got to get
0: up early. You got to stay on property. You got to get yeah. there. Yes.
1: Yeah, because the I didn't mention in the staying on property the early entry. Oh my gosh, yes. how'd I thirty failure. minutes early? Doug failed thirty minutes ago. I failed about being thirty minutes early. So you got to got to stay on property even. Have I've a gotten to three drop.
0: attractions done in that thirty minutes before. Yep. So yeah, yeah, you got and, it.
1: Animal Kingdom, you're right. You, you're only going to get one done, whether you are the first
0: person and or you the never 100th know when Safari is going to open sometime. So yeah. you get Flight of Passage done and go waiting a long lines for Safari.
1: Yeah, I. They both have their merits. I. Yes. You don't have to fight to be first at Animal Kingdom, but you're not but getting that's other part of stuff the fun.
0: done. Come is on it? now, fight. Sharp elbow know, elbows. Yeah, elbows. get strollers so, in there.
1: Get to Hollywood Studios about an hour before it opens.
0: Oh, you came on my side. So there you go. I sold you so well that you come on. All right. Yes. All right. Point Derek. All right. Now we're going to talk about some tours. Yes. This one, I'm, I'm interested to hear you sell me on this one, Doug.
1: Yeah, I don't know. The VIP tour is pretty darn amazing. It's not cheap. I won't say the price. We're just going to say it's not cheap. But you feel like a VIP. Like... The the, the the very important person they make you feel very important. Am I wrong Derek?
0: It was amazing. they that
1: they, they lives up to the hype uh, the backstage entrances, the the riding in a van around property uh, little details that your tour guide can point out that you had no idea were there. Uh, just it's something that's so unique and special. That I feel it's worth doing if it's within grasp. Now, don't you know jeopardize going on a whole vacation just so you can do a tour. But it's, it is pretty special, Derek. It is pretty special. It's just there's not enough words. So I'm just going to stop saying words because it's too hard to describe.
0: Okay. You didn't sell me on doing it again, but I'm glad bucket list. I got to do it. Boom. There you go.
1: When Maybe, when someday. new things open, it makes it appealing all over again though. Yeah. So they get you on all the things, Derek. They do. They do.
0: It was it was incredible. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, the tour that I'm gonna sell you on because I've done something that you haven't done. Correct. And that's Keys to the Kingdom tour. Now this tour, people might go, "How? Huh, why am I gonna spend money?" At Magic Kingdom when I've already spent money to go into Magic Kingdom. Well, no, this tour takes you Backstage a Magic Kingdom if you're a true Disney fanatic I mean this tour you have to be 16 and above to go on because it does cover your kids ears break some magic and you get to go into the corridors you get to see behind the scenes you get to go backstage on attractions you get to truly learn what it took to build that park and I think if you are a Disney fan at all this is worth it 10 times over and I cannot wait till the day that my kids are actually old enough to do that we've already discussed it when my kids turn 16 this is something we are going to do with them.
1: Yeah, because you go down in the utilidor.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the the places that I've been able to see and go and and seeing characters and I don't want to spoil too much if you do have kids listening. It is just one of those once in a lifetime opportunities uh, for us, and I'm so glad we did it. And it is totally worth the extra cost and the extra time that you're spending at a park day. Beautiful. Well said. Okay. I saw well you're you going to do it
1: someday. Yeah, someday I'm gonna do it. I just gotta not be lazy oh, okay. and do it. Just check it off the list. There you go. All right, I'm gonna talk. Two about left,
0: one for you, one land, for me.
1: Land and sea trip. So this is where you combine a little Disney World and a little Disney Cruise Line. And I feel like there's nothing more magical. The a lot of people say a three-day cruise is way too short. They're not wrong, but a three-day cruise is better than a zero-day cruise. And if you combine your three- or four-night cruise on the Disney Wish with two or so days in the parks beforehand, it really, really is a great trip. Um, Doing two days in the park is just about perfect before a cruise. Three days also works if you have a little more time, like a full week. Do that three days in the park and then go enjoy and relax on the cruise ship. Now, just for the record, my wife doesn't understand relaxing on a cruise ship, but I do. So it it cruise how you want to, but you definitely do the park before the cruise. And sometimes we hit one day after the cruise to a little more park. And it's just really a nice combo. And like if you're doing the land and sea, one thing we don't do on the land portion is worry about Meeting Mickey, meeting princesses, because they're so easy to meet on the cruise ship compared to the parks. Uh you can see the fab like by the end of your cruise, you're like, Oh yeah, there's Minnie. Just there she is. Okay. You're just kind of like, no, oh, okay. And there's ten people in her line. Oh, that's too many for me this time. Right? But in the parks, it's hours, forty-five minutes, thirty minutes to meet Minnie or Mickey, right? Um where at sea? Lots of characters, lots of magic, great stage shows, kind of they like complement each other. You don't don't get to the pool during your Disney World portion? Guess what? There's like 17 and a half pools on the Disney Wish that are all weird and shaped funny and in weird places. But they're there. And one's even named the Chip and Dale Pool.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Read into that as you will. Okay. There you go. Land and the Sea.
0: I love it. I've done them many times. I'm sold. I was sold before. They're great. It's all the right. only way to cruise from Port Canaveral.
1: Port Canaveral is so convenient too. Yep, it's an hour minutes. away, okay, 45 now. minutes. Yep. It, it depends on where you're at on if property. If Doug's right. driving
0: or not, there you go. That's
1: 35. Nope. Um, so, But it's it's a very nice port as far as the drop-off, pickup, all that sort of stuff. Access from the uh, road is very easy. You don't have to drive through a lot of port to get to. There are some ports around the world where you drive for a half hour just in the port. It's crazy. Port Canaveral, not like that. All right, Derek. The final
0: one, the hardest one to sell.
1: Don't know if you're gonna convince me on it.
0: Okay. Uh, This is the other side of cruising. It's the Galactic Star Cruiser. We saved the best for last. I know what you're thinking. It is ridiculously expensive. And it is, it is expensive. But when you really break down the price, do you get what it is? And it is two days at a super deluxe resort. I'm talking mm-hmm. these are $800 a night rooms type thing. This is you're cruising in space. It's two days of live action role play in a Star Wars universe. It is seven meals, one of them at uh, Disney's Hollywood Studios that you can actually technically save if you wanted to. For a day after. For yeah. A day, yes. And it is theme park tickets to Hollywood Studios and two. Lightning Lanes, The Smuggler's Run, and Rise of the Resistance, all these are adding up. It is a concierge, parking, drop-off, VIP service that right, you're like getting. Right, like water
1: constantly. It is. Yeah, in it, the park, yeah.
0: And then, we've talked about Derek's love for stunt shows. The shows <laughs> that you get, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but once you experience this show on the Star Cruiser, you're going to want to rebook on top of that, it is dining that you can only truly understand until you've experienced it on board, because I, yeah. I really can never do justice know, explaining it myself. I don't know what we
1: ate. I don't know. No idea. It was blue shrimp. That's all I remember. Amazing.
0: And then when you break down all the costs, you really see it's not that bad for a two-day, once-in-a-lifetime experience if you are a Star Wars fan and... It is totally worth it. And people are like, well, I keep seeing on the Insta TikTok things that it's only selling at 25%. That is so not true. We have friends that work there. It's constantly 90 plus percent. So much though so that they have yet to do cast member discounts. They have yet to do Florida resident rates. So this thing is still But there's a DVC
1: discount, Derek.
0: That is really not that much of a discount. (laughs) It drives me insane. You're eating up a lot. It's a trick to burn points that are stuck in the system. It really is, oh, it's frustrating. Um, once I actually read it. So it is a great experience. Doug and I are going again. I'm planning on taking my whole family. I'm at pace right now to do more Star Cruisers than actually cruises. But uh, it is such an amazing experience that the if you have never done it and you are a Star Wars fan, I know it sounds crazy expensive. Try to split it up. That's why we're going with a group of guys. Yep, You can make it more worth it and it will be something you'll never forget. Bring Did it, I sell
1: man. you on it? You didn't mention unlimited blue milk. Oh, yeah. I'll blue milk, green milk, the, whatever.
0: We're going to the, mix I think them up. The, also, thanks, Ryan, for messaging us. Ryan Alexander, one of our Patreons, is going to go with us. We're going to mix everything together.
1: Yeah, he's, he's all in on the mix and the blue yes. milk. We'll see. Um, it, it's going to be a great time. Uh, may 31st, there's still cabins available on that sailing. Um, if you want to sail along with us. Uh, don't know how we're dressing. We may just be intergalactic fly I actually again.
0: have a whole idea for our backstory oh, now, Doug. It's, okay. I well, got it going. We'll
1: get to that later. Yes. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a great experience. And it is a premium luxury experience yeah. i mean um, it's character it's,
0: dining for multiple things it's it's character living yes so how much money yeah. do you spend when you go to cinderella's royal table take that times four. per hour yeah. right and it's a bargain
1: yep yeah there you go i think that does it i think we uh we made some pitches and we hopefully... did
0: Made sense. I, I think so. So there you go. That was the list that Doug kind of came up with. We want to hear from you guys. What are some pitches you want us to follow up? This would be a great uh, Patreon show down the road. So, Patreons or listeners, if you have some you want us to try and sell you on, like I've never thought about doing that. Derek and Doug, sell me on that. We will give it our best. And there so yeah. we will do that uh, sometime in the new year. So, if you want to hear that episode, you're going to have to let us know. And then also join our Patreon community. You can find that in the show notes. And if you want to go on the Star Cruiser, Land and Sea, do a Keys of the Kingdom, any kind of the things, or just see Indiana Jones, you're going to have to book a trip to Walt Disney World. To do that, go into the show notes, touringplans.com slash travel, and they will definitely help you out. Let them know that we sent you. But we actually have to get on to another episode, and Doug's going to be talking more on Patreon about his uh, Disneyland trip coming up mm-hmm. and stuff. So, uh, guys, have a safe magical holiday. Uh, If you're driving, if you're doing something, please be safe. Take care. Thank you so much for this whole year of making Rope Drop Radio a part of your lives. So from Doug, I'm Derek. You've been listening to Rope Drop Radio.